Thank you, Lord. God is good. Hallelujah. I said God is good. <laughs> All the time. That's his nature. Wow. Right. Let's do it together. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. That's his nature. Wow. Amen. Amen. I love, I love that. I love that. Well, so, so glad to have you at, here at Heritage of Faith this morning uh, for, uh, for our nine o'clock service. And, and we're excited about what God is doing here. And, uh, and uh, Dr., actually, Dr. Savelle's ministering at Eagle Mountain this morning. So let, let's pray for him, right? Let's pray for our founding pastor. Father, we lift up Dr. Savelle to you, our founding pastor. And Lord, I just thank you that you are going to flow through him. I thank you that he is a vessel, Father, that, that is going to speak boldly as he ought to speak the mysteries. I, I thank you, Father, for, for the gifts of the Spirit flowing through him. I just thank you, Lord. We pray that the word would have free course this morning. No obstacles, no hindrances. And we declare that as the word goes forth, I declare there'll be signs following. Because we know that 2019 is a year of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. We believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Also, if you're new to Heritage of Faith, man, we have something great happening tonight, this evening at 4 o'clock. Um, it is our first Connect class of the year. And so if you've been visiting Heritage of Faith for a period of time or been coming for a, a, a number of years and, and you're like, you know what, I really need to take a step and, and get plugged in, get involved, get connected. You know, the word says be planted in the house and you'll, you'll be planted in the house of God and you'll flourish, right? And, and so there's just something about being connected somewhere, about being connected. Proverbs says, if you walk with wise men, you'll be wise. That means that it's who you run with and who you associate with that's going to cause you to go higher. It's not just you getting connected to us so, so you go higher, but also when you get connected where you're supposed to be, we go higher, right? Yeah. Amen. So, so, so I want, if you, you, you have, you're not connected here, sign up in the lobby before you leave today, and it'll start at 4 o'clock. My wife and I will share our hearts. Also, we'll have other leadership team declaring different aspects of how to get involved and how to, to tap into the gifts that are on the inside of you. And also, we have a meal together. We pray over everyone, receive you into the church body, and I would love to have you there tonight. And so sign up before you leave, and uh, it's in the, lo- in the lobby, and that's at 4 o'clock, or I should say 3.45, um, just so you don't show up at 4.15. Um, but anyway, God is good. God is good. Oh. I love the, the songs the worship team did today, and they, I didn't know what they were singing this morning, and, and, uh, but, but it, it goes along with, amen, give our worship team a hand. They, they devote, devote a lot of time in, into um, not just being worshipers, but also, also their craft, their, their skill. And it, it, yeah, it's one thing to be anointed and being a worship, worshiper, but that, doesn't, that also doesn't take the place of you doing your part so God can do his part. Amen. Amen. So, and so, uh, but it just ties in line, it goes in line exactly what I'm going to be ministering this morning. So if your Bible is turned to Psalm chapter four, and I want to thank Rick last week for ministering uh, two awesome messages, the first service and the second service. Give Rick a hand. Amen. I love when he talks about joy. Amen. Living the perfect life. Amen. Thank you. The perfect day, perfect life. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm going to take off where I was a couple weeks ago, and uh, if you were here that last Sunday of the year, uh, if you remember, I talked about a New Year's song. 
a New Year's song. You know, we, we, we don't need to go into this next season of our lives singing the song we've always sung. Amen? Because songs, you know, most of the time, natural songs are birthed out of experiences. They're birthed out of hurts. They're birthed out of pain. They're birthed out of, you know, you can have that song on the radio that comes up and just make you cry because it makes you think about something in the past. But you know what? You need, we need a new song in our lives. We, we need songs of victory. We need songs of hope. We need songs of breakthrough. We, we have to, to, to shake off the things of, of what we were sung yesterday and step into the new songs and the new things that God has for us today. So let's look here, and, and I'm not going to take a lot of time reviewing uh, because my main point isn't about necessarily a song, but it, it ties into that. But in here in Psalms chapter 40, it says this, verse 1, it says, I waited patiently and expectantly for the Lord, and he inclined to me, and he heard my cry. He drew me up out of a horrible pit, out of a miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock, man, steadying my steps in establishing my goings. And he put a new song in my mouth. He put a new song in my mouth. That, that, that let me know if, if there was a new song in his mouth, there must have been an old song he was singing. If he put a new song in his mouth, then the thing is, is, is it was about ready for him to sing a new song. Not singing about the miry clay anymore. Not singing about the mess he was in. Not singing about how bad his life had been. Not singing about how much he messed up or, or why he was there or why he needed to be there because of his failure or his, his shortcomings. But no, God said, I'm putting a new song in your, he put a new song in my mouth. He put a new song in my mouth. Just pray this way. Say, Father, Father, put a new song in my mouth. But, but see, in order for a new song to be in your mouth, there has to be a new song in your heart. There, ha- there has to be a new song in your heart. Because there's times we can, we can come to church and, and we, can be, we can be singing the right songs, but our heart not releasing anything. You, you can release words of faith, but not really release words of faith. I mean, just because you're saying it, just because you're going through the motions, doesn't mean you're really in a position of faith. So he put a new song in my mouth. So for, in order for a new song to come out of his mouth, there had to be something coming out of his heart. And he said he put a song of praise, a song of praise to our God. It was a song. So what God had, that new song had to do with what God had put in his heart and what it was, was a song of praise. Well, well, how can it be a song of praise? Because the song of praise is birthed out of what he knew about God. See, this song of praise, a song of praise coming out of your heart is, is what you know about God. It's not about just the words. It's not about the, the right words, but about what is coming out of your heart. David said it was a song of praise to our God. It was a song of praise to our, he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many shall see and fear and put their trust and confidence, reliance in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his refuge and trust and nerds not to the proud or to followers of false gods. Verse five, many, O Lord, my God, are the wonderful works which you have done. This is a year of wonders, right? A year of wonders. 
See, what was coming out of his heart? We, we, we knew it was a new song and it was a praise to our God. But what was the praise coming out of his mouth? It was right here. Many, O oh Lord, my God, are the wonderful works which you have done. See, it wasn't just praise for praise sake, but it had to do with his revelation of who God is. His revelation of what God, what God could do. That, that's what his praise, that was the new song. The new song was, oh Lord God, wonderful works which you have done and your thoughts towards us. No one can compare with you. No one can compare with you. That was the song of praise. It was his revelation of who God is. That's the new song. The new song is, is, is not just words on a page, but it's a revelation of who God is. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 12. This is just revisiting this, this chapter as well. Isaiah chapter 12. Whatever was re- revealed to David caused him to lift a voice of adoration and thanksgiving. You know, I just some of the, some words we, we take for granted, like just that, like that, like the word hallelujah. We may say it all the time. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. But what is it's praise be to our God. And so we, we even use the word praise. Well, I'm praising the Lord. I'm praising the Lord. No, you're not. I'm clapping. No, you're not praising the Lord. Because it's not about the motions or, or just the words. But what's releasing out of here? What's releasing out of here? Pray. What is praise? It's adoration in thanksgiving. Adoration and I adore you, Lord. I adore you. I, I, I come close to you. Oh, Father, I want to minister to you. I'm so grateful, Lord, how you've ministered to me. I, I just want to minister to you and just start rehearsing the things he's done. That's what praise is. Thanksgiving. And you say, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No, it's what it's got to be something that's a revelation of what God has done. And it's coming out of you, flowing out of you. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 12, but I'm going to read the last verse in chapter 11 first. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 16, it says, and there shall be a highway for the remnant of his people. So he's talking to who? His people. Are you his people? That means he's talking to you. So he's talking to me. It says, and there shall be a highway for the remnant of his people. You know, there, there's times in my life where I, I, I took some wrong detours, but I'm so grateful that there was another highway to get on. I'm so, I, I, I'm so glad that there was a detour off my detour, a detour off my detour <laughs> to get me back. He, he made a highway. You know, just, just if there's a sickness or disease you're battling, right there, there's a highway. Poverty and lack, there's a highway. You need restoration. There's a highway that he's made available for his people. A remnant of his people which shall be left from Assyria. 
like as it was to Israel in the day that he came up out of the land of Egypt. Meaning, just as God delivered the Egyptians and made a way through the Red Sea, you know, now that they're in bondage to the Assyrians, I'm going to make a highway just like I did for them. You know what? God never changes. So wherever you are, I want you to realize that he's going to make a highway. And the next verse says this, and in that day, and in that day, it's not, it's not a new thought. This is just a new chapter. And in that day, thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. I will praise thee. I will praise thee. Meaning, meaning here that Isaiah saying, 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 because of what God has done, because of what he did for the Egyptians, because of what he did for the Assyrians, because in that day, I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him. Meaning there's something that's going to come out of the body of Christ. There's going to be something that's going to come out of the believer. What's coming out of you this morning? What's going to come out of you in 2019? Hallelujah. This says, though thou was angry with me, thine anger is turned away and you comforted me. So what is the praise that's going to come out of him? I'm glad you asked. What is the praise? We see the praise in verse two. Behold, God is my salvation. God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. The Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. Hallelujah. Behold, God is my salvation. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. The word salvation in the Hebrew is Yeshua, which is, which is the Greek revelation of the Messiah, or what we know as Jesus. God is my Salvation. God, this, this word salvation here isn't a verb or an action of what God does, but this word here of salvation, because we think of, think of salvation as, as an action, but this is, this is a, this is a, this is a noun here. This is God is my salvation. So, so what is being released out of the, the, the prophet here? What's he saying? This praise, behold, God is my salvation. So it goes back to what David said. It's a revelation of who God is. Then he says, he is Lord Jehovah, meaning, meaning when he added Jehovah to that, it means now he's not just a God that creates or a God that's all powerful, but now that he's Lord Jehovah, he's a God that's personal to me. He's personal to me. He's personal to me. He is Jehovah and he is my strength and my song. We define that word song as he's the object of my praise. If you look it up in the, in the Hebrew, that's what, that's what the word song there means. The object of my praise. He's the object of my praise. He's the object of my praise. This is a year of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Say amen. amen. But let me make a declaration to you. I'm not pursuing marvels. I'm not pursuing wonders. I'm not pursuing extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. I'm not pursuing prosperity. I'm not pursuing. I'm pursuing God. I'm pursuing the God of prosperity. I'm pursuing the God of wonders. The God of marvels. The God that does extraordinary manifestations and reveals his greatness in the earth. I'm, I'm pursuing him. 
We're not pursuing goosebumps. We're not pursuing feelings. We're not, we're pursuing God. Because sometimes we can have that thing as we get done praying and all of a sudden, all of a sudden we're like, did it change yet? Did it change yet? Did it change yet? Did it change yet? And because you're, you, you have your eyes on, on the natural, get your eyes on him. Get, fall in love with him so much. So, so the next thing you know, if you had issue with your eyes or issue with your hands, you're, you're so focused on him. You're so overwhelmed by him. You're over so, so overcome with how good he is, how faithful he is. The next thing you know, you didn't know. All of a sudden now you can see like you couldn't see before. All of a sudden your hand worked like you never thought, but you, it's getting your eyes on him and not on just the result. The object of our praise now, there's two statements about the song that what is a song? What does a song represent? Are we talking about a New Year's song? What does a song represent? Number one, a song represents. It represents our focus and what's flowing out of our heart. That's a song. A song represents your focus and what's flowing out of your heart. And secondly, your song Represents your position of faith. Let me say it again. What does a song represent? It represents my focus and what's flowing out of my heart. It represents my position of faith. And I was like, Lord, show me, show me an example of this. And uh, if, if you could put up Matthew chapter 9, verse 21, read. let's read this together. Matthew chapter 9, verse 21, I think. This is talking about the woman with the issue of blood. It said, for she said within herself, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. Now, go to the Amplified. For she kept saying to, she kept saying to herself, she kept saying to herself, if I only touch his garment, I shall be restored to health. Now, now, she didn't say, just walk around and say, I shall be restored to health. I shall be restored to health. I mean, that's, I mean it's not, nothing wrong with saying that. But what, if I only touch the hem of his garment. A song represents your focus and what's flowing out of your heart. A song represents your position of faith. So just bear with me for a minute. If I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. If I touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be made whole. If I touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be made whole. If I touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be made whole. If I touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be made whole. If I touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be made whole. You see, what's a song? A song is, see, she kept saying within herself. She kept saying within herself. Now, now I'm not saying she sung it. I'm, I'm not trying, but I'm saying what was the song. See, he, the Lord Jehovah is our strength and our song. It's the object of our praise. The object of our praise. So this woman said, I, he, I, she kept saying, I will touch the hem of his garment and I will be made whole. So what was flowing out of her? 
It was her focus. It was flowing out of her heart. And it was her position of faith. Let's look here in Isaiah chapter 12 again. Isaiah chapter 12. Thank you, Father. Verse 2 says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He's the object of my praise. Thank you, Father. He also is become my salvation. The Amplified says, Behold God, my salvation, I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. Yes, he has become my salvation. So the Lord Jehovah is my strength. He's my ability. He's, he's the all-powerful one. And he's, my, he's the object of my praise. But then it says, he's become my salvation. You, you see, this aspect of when, you, when he becomes the object of your praise, he then becomes your salvation. I mean, I'm just trying to get this across this morning. When he becomes the object of your praise, he then becomes your salvation. See, it's not just having an idea that he is your salvation. But it's as he's the object of your praise. Out of that praise, out of that relationship with him, he now becomes your salvation. Now... Now, salvation, I want you to see, there's a particular word, and I'm going to be dealing with our time together over the next month or so. But Vic, I want you to just read some of these definitions of this word Yeshua in the Hebrew. Now, read read these words. Salvation, deliverance, welfare, prosperity, deliverance, salvation by God, victory. Victory. You see, all these are definition of salvation. So when he becomes the object of your praise, he becomes your salvation. It's not, it's not about, well, it's not about just following pastors' revelation. But it has to be your revelation. It's him being the object of your praise. And he becomes your salvation. He becomes your prosperity. He becomes your deliverance. He becomes. He becomes. It's not, a, it's not an experience of something. It's experiencing a person. He becomes your salvation. And so I'm going to be, what I'm going to be dealing with is this aspect of my victory. My victory. And this is the Lord spoke to me about, about 2019. And this goes, I'm not taking anything away from what our founding pastor has said because I believe it's a year of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. But the Lord told, spoke this to me and he said, 2019 will be a year marked by great victories. 2019 will be a year marked by great victories. Now, now, let's connect these. If you had a marvel, then I think you, you'd say you had a great victory. If you had a wonder, you could probably say you had a great victory. 
If you had an extraordinary manifestation of the greatness of God, I think you could say you had a great victory. Amen. So I'm not taking anything away from our word, the words that we're standing on, but, but I, I want, you know, this house where we're going as a church, this house we're, we're, is going to be marked by great victories, great victories. Hallelujah. You know, he's the object of our praise. And when he, he's the object of our praise, he becomes our victory. Go to Psalms 27. Psalms 27. Thank you, Lord. You know why you're turning there? Just to reiterate something I said a couple weeks ago. Just so you know where I stand on this. I hate the enemy. I hate everything the enemy does. I hate sickness and disease. I hate poverty and lack. I hate strife and confusion. I hate the deception of the enemy. I hate every addiction and bondage and torment that destroys individuals and destroys families. I hate it. I hate it. But I declare this year, at Heritage of Faith, 2019, will be a year marked by great victories. Great victories. You know, the, the, the psalmist here, he, he, he says, what the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. We could say it this way for today. The Lord is my light and he's my victory. He's my victory. That, that song that they were singing, you know, the victory is yours. It is not talking about the, the necessarily the, the outcome of victory, but the fact that, that he's my victory. He's my victory. He's my victory. He's my salvation. If he's my salvation, then he is my victory. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp about me. See, you might have a host camping around about you. You might have an enemy camping in your house right now. You might have an enemy camping about your body right now. You might have an enemy camping about your marriage right now. You might have an enemy surrounding about you on all sides. But David says here, though, even though a host is going to surround about me, he goes, my heart shall not fear. Meaning his heart isn't going to sing the song of fear. His heart isn't going to sing the song of the problem. His heart isn't going to overflow with the problem. My heart, hallelujah, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord. One thing have I desired. One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I pursue after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to choir in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies. 
Hallelujah. I, I declare, even though you have an enemy surrounding about you right now in this moment, I want you to know that the enemy is not above you, but you are above the enemy. Your head is lifting above the enemy this morning and this year, in the beginning of this year, I'm going to breathe hope into you. I'm going to breathe faith into you that victory is yours because Jesus is yours and victory is God's promise for each and every single one of us. Hallelujah. For the time of trouble, he should hide me. Verse six says, and now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore, therefore, therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy and I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Meaning what's going to be his, his breakthrough, his praise, his praise, his praise. His praise, even though my head's above my and even though when it coasts it came about me, I'm going to offer praises. I'm going to offer praises. I'm going to offer adoration and thanksgiving to my God. Hallelujah. A song. A song is about your focus and it's about what's flowing out of your heart. And your song is your position of faith. That woman with the issue of blood, that was her position of faith. David being surrounded by an enemy. He says, my heart will not fear. Meaning he's, you know, why? Because he, he was filled with a different song. He was filled with a different song. Thank you, Father. One thing have I desired. Let's go to Exodus chapter 17. Exodus chapter 17. Thank you, Father. Say, he's my victory. What are you focusing on right now? What do you focus on when the enemy's surrounding you? Hallelujah. Your heart, let your heart overflow. Let your heart overflow with thanksgiving and praise. Because it's, it's your position of faith and it's your focus. Now just remember that one thought. David said, one thing have I desired. See, this is his heart. It's his focus. It's his focus. Now, let's look at this. In Exodus 17, verse 8, verse 8 says, in the Amplified, it says, Then came Amalek and fought with Israel at Rephidim. Now, the, the word Amalek, the very word Amalek means those that dwell in the valley. Those that dwell in the valley. You see, the enemy always wants to keep you in the valley. He wants to keep you. Because see, if he keeps you in the valley, and the whole understanding of, of what the Amalekites were about, and Amalek, the, the Amalek was doing, was trying to keep the Israelites from possessing what was rightfully theirs. And so here, Amalek, those in the valley, were trying to keep them from going to the other side. And here it says this. It says, Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose us out, men, and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow, I will stand on the top of the hill with a rod of God in my hand. If I could just lay this out, just in type and shadows. Joshua, is a, Jesus is a New Testament type of Joshua. And, and Jesus is the one that brought us into our promised land. Is here. So Moses goes out and, and tells Joshua... 
He tells Joshua, I want you to go out and I want you to defeat the enemy. And Moses said to Joshua, choose us out men and go and fight Amalek tomorrow. I will stand on the top. I'll stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. What is the rod of God? It represents his presence. It represents his strength. It represents his ability. So Joshua did as Moses said unto him, and he fought with Amalek and Moses and Aaron and Hur went up to the hilltop. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy. And they took a stone, put it under him, and he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, the one on one side and the one on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. So, so get, a, get, a, get a picture of this. Here, you have God's people and you're God's people. And you're going through difficult times. You're going through storms. You're going through attacks. And, and, and so what was the answer? Moses goes up and, and he has the rod of God in his hand and he holds up his hands. See, this is an attitude of surrender, but I want you to see it's an attitude of focus. What am I focusing on? You see, as long as his hands were lifted, they became, they were victorious. But yet in the natural, you know, you can, you can, you can have heavy hands. But yet when someone came underneath and lifted up his hands, they prevailed. You see, it's God's desire for you to be victorious. That's God's heartbeat for each one of us. And I believe 2019 will be a year marked by great victories. Great victories. But what, is it, what are you focusing on? What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the problem? Are you focusing on the one? See, it's not about you defeating your enemy. But it's about you focusing on him and allowing him to defeat the enemy. Hallelujah. Then he says this in verse 14. And the Lord said to Moses, write this for memorial in the book and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. For I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. And Moses built an altar and he called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. What does that mean? Jehovah, the Lord, our banner. It also represents victory. Name this place. Name this place, the Lord, our banner. He, he erected an altar, meaning anyone else that would pass by that time again, any else would see that, they would see an altar erected where, where hey, that's, that's, that's where God broke through for them. That's where they experienced a victory. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, my banner. A better word for the word Nisi or banner is the word standard. A standard. You look it up in the Hebrew. A word for the word nisi or for banner is the word standard. What does it mean? Meaning, meaning it's, 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 it's a banner. It's a flag. And, and that represents identity. It represents ownership. It represents, you know, when they would go out in different times, they, you always could tell who they were by the flags they carried. And here, here is this, Lord, your banner. Lord, your standard. When I saw that, the Lord just prompted in my heart, Isaiah 59, where it says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, 
the spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against him. You see, he's your victory. Say, he's my victory. Say, he's my victory. And because he's my victory, victory is mine. Hallelujah. Let's go to 1 John chapter 5. Chapter, yeah, 1 John chapter 5. And I'll start to close with this. Mm. Now, just to, just a reminder, Jehovah Nisi, one thing you have to understand about Jesus, Jesus is a New Testament revelation. See, what is Jehovah? Jehovah, and you add another word to it, those all talked about the redemptive names of God. Where you're talking about Jehovah Makedesh, my sanctifier, Jehovah Sikhanu, righteousness, Jehovah Rohi, your shepherd. You know, whatever one you're talking about, that you have Jehovah, then a word, it's all revealing God's redemptive nature, right? God's saving nature, God's delivering nature. And so if we, if we can get a hold of this, without me taking the time to, to go through all this, understand when you see just the name Jesus, Messiah, you have to have a picture in your heart that Jesus represents every redemptive name. Jesus represents every redemptive name. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against him. What was the standard that God lifted up for you and for me? It was Jesus. He lifted up on a tree. Cursed is anyone that hangs on a tree. See, he lifted up the standard, right? Now let's, let's look at this in first, first John. First John chapter five, verse one. And this is, this is what our church, this, this chapter, especially verse four, is really what our church is all about. If, it, if Dr. Savell has signed anything for you, he's always going to put First John 5, 4. He's always going to put First John 5, 4. Now, before I read this, I, I want to remember this. We have to stop singing the song of what the enemy has done or what the enemy's doing. Okay? So with that in mind, the standards already been lifted up. We're not earning victory, okay? I'm not earning my victory. I'm focusing on him. I'm focusing on my victory, okay? It's not about you earning your healing, you're earning your breakthrough, earning. No, no, it, it was already purchased at the cross. The thing is, what do you focus on? Because your song has to do what you're focusing on and, 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 and what's coming out of your heart. And what your, your song is, your position of faith. All right? So let's look at our position of faith here. Verse 1 says, Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one, is born of God. That's what Christ is, the anointed one. Whosoever believes that Jesus is the anointed one, is born of God. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ? Yes. Come on. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ? Yes. He's the anointed one. He is the one that came to destroy yokes, remove burdens, set the captive free, heal the brokenhearted. That's Jesus, the Christ. If you believe that whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. So if you believe that he is the Christ, you know what? You're born of God. 
Just nudge your, nudge your neighbor and say, I'm born of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man, you're in the family. You're, you're, you're an heir. You have access into the family. You have access to everything that the kingdom of God offers. If you believe that Jesus is the Christ, you are born of God. Now let's look at this in verse 4. We already just established we're born of God, right? So verse 4 says, for whatsoever is born of God. Whatsoever is born of God. So if you're born of God, then there, there's, there's something that takes place in that person's life. There's, there's something that marks the person's life that's born of God. There's something that marks your life. Meaning when someone looks at, looks at the church or looks at a believer, there's something that marks their life. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. You were born to overcome. You were born to win. You were born to be victorious. You, or I can say, whosoever believes that Jesus is my victory. When I believe that Jesus is my victory, I'm born of God. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And what is our faith? It's found in what's flowing out of our heart. What we're focusing on is our position. See, you're made to overcome. You're made to overcome. But so often we can get our eyes on the storm, talking about the storm, reliving the storm, telling everyone else about our storm instead of focusing on my victory, my victory, my victory. Praise, praise. He's the object of my praise. When he becomes the object of my praise, he becomes my victory. Let me close, close with Colossians. Lord, help me relay this. You're receiving something this morning. 2019, a year marked by great victories. But great victories are a result of a focus, what you're focusing on. Mm. Let's look at chapter 3 first. Verse 1 and 2. It says, if you then be risen with Christ, you could also, if you're born of God, right? If you're risen with Christ, this is all connection to who you are. If you're risen with Christ, then seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on the things on the earth. This is about focus. You know, as long as Moses lifted his hands and was focused, they were made to be victorious. What are you, what are you focusing on? They, you know, David was, David was focusing on, not, not the enemy, but he was focusing on and praising the one praising the one that had the ability to be his victory. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. I mean, let your focus not be your problem, not your issue, not your circumstances, but focus on him. Now let's go to Colossians 2. Verse 5. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet I'm with you in the spirit. Joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. 
your faith in Christ. Verse 6, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. And this is focus. This is, this is pursuit. This is where you live your life. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Meaning, meaning this relationship with God should cause something to flow out of my heart. Meaning because I'm focusing on Christ, walking with Christ, walking in him. You you have to understand that Jesus is the standard that was lifted up, that it's already finished. It's already finished. Rooted and built up in Christ, established in the faith. You have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy or vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. For in him, for in Christ, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him. You are complete in him. See, your victory is in him. He's your victory, but he has to be your focus. We we need to remain in Christ. Remaining in Christ. Remaining in Christ. Hallelujah. Rooted and built up in him. Verse 9 says, for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him. Which is the head, which is the head of all principality. Now let's look at verse 14. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. Whatever, whatever you're facing, whatever storm you're in, whatever obstacle, whatever report you may receive, think of it this way. He blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. What has the enemy written against you lately? What's the report? What's the enemy speaking to you? What, what is he talking to you about? What is he, how does he keep bringing your past up? Because according to this, he blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us. And he took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. Now, whatever you're dealing with, I, I, want you to, I want you to see that as nailed to the cross. Whatever you're facing right now, it's been nailed to the cross. Whatever you're dealing with, it's been nailed to the cross. This is the gospel. It's been nailed to the cross. And verse 15 says, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Amplified says, God disarmed the principalities and powers that ranged against us and made a bold display and a public example of them in triumphing over them in him and in it, the cross. I'm telling you, it's time to sing a new song. And our new song, what is our song? It's the object of our praise. 2019, a year marked by great victories. See, yes, he becomes our focus. He already spoiled principalities. He already destroyed things. He already made a show of them openly. And I declare that the enemy no longer has bondage over me. The enemy no longer has power over me. See, let let victory come out of your mouth. 
Let praise come out of your mouth. Focus on the one that nailed it to the cross. Focus on the one that was lifted up on the cross. Focus on the one that led out of hell, death, the, the keys of death held in the grave, like, led a captivity of vanquished foes. I tell you, and then he gave gifts unto men. Realize, realize that he's your victory. Hallelujah. That's why we come here on a Sunday morning and we lift our praises. See, if you're not lifting your praises, then you don't understand what's already been done. You're waiting for things to change. You're waiting for a report to change. You're, you're waiting for a circumstance. You're, you're waiting for a person to change. You're, you're waiting for this or you're waiting for that. No, it doesn't matter because your focus is on my victory. My focus is on my victory. Oh, Father, we thank you for today for the word. And we thank you, Lord, for a new song. We thank you that you put a new song in our mouth. You put a new song in our mouth. Just as David, you said you picked him up out of a miry clay and you set his feet on a rock and you put a new song in his mouth and it was a praise to our God. Lord, I thank you, every single one of us in here. Lord, I thank you that you already picked us up out of a miry clay and I thank you that you set us on a rock and that rock is Jesus. And I thank you that you put a new song in our mouth and it is a praise to our God. I thank you, Father, that in 2019, I thank you that you are our strength and you are our song. You are the object in our praise. And as you are the object of our praise, I thank you that you have become our victory. I thank you for victory, 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 victory. Victory, Father, we thank you for victory. Our heart overflows with songs of victory. Our heart overflows with songs of deliverance. I don't know where you are in your life right now or what you're facing or what you're going through and what you need. I don't know, maybe you need a new job. Maybe you, you need a greater level of finances. Maybe it's wisdom. Maybe it's restoration in your marriage. Maybe it's healing in your body. But, but wherever it is, just stand to your feet and start and make him the object of your praise. Make him the object of your praise and start praising him out of your heart. Praise him out of your heart. Praise him out of your all, all your being. Let your focus be on him. Let your focus be on the healer. Let your focus be on the one that took stripes upon his back. Let your focus be on his goodness. Let your fa- focus be on his, on his healing, his provision, his deliverance. The one that, that, that sets people free. The one that opens blind eyes, that, that opens deaf ears, that, that, that heals broken hearted. Oh, Oh, we declare victory is ours. Victory is ours. Victory is ours. Victory is ours. Oh, Rabakashelebaya. I pray and I declare, I pray, I prophesy, I declare that in 2019, you will have a greater revelation of your heavenly father. I declare that you will have a greater revelation of King Jesus. You have a greater revelation of Jesus, the anointed one in his anointing. You have a greater awareness of the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. I declare that you have a greater awareness of the glory of God. 
Hallelujah. And as you do, it, things will change. Circumstances will change. Things will move and things will manifest. Hallelujah. And as you gain that revelation, it'll be like Jeremiah. It was like a fire shut up in my bones. It was like a fire shut up in my bones. That revelation of who God is, revelation of what Jesus has done would be like a fire on the inside of you. Just shut up on the inside of you, ready to be released to the world around you, people around you in every way. Oh, hallelujah. 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 And who God is would be like a fire shut up on the inside of you and would cause you to release praise, release adoration, release thanksgiving. We turn our focus towards you, Father. We turn our heart towards you. Turn our praise towards you. Practice. Continue to cultivate a life of praise. Continue to cultivate his presence. And receive. life marked by great victories. It doesn't mean, well, we won't have great challenges or great obstacles, but that's not our focus. That's not the song we sing. The song we sing. The fact that we're focused on a great God. great victories so we can set up altars in our life things we can go back and remember God brought me through God did this God changed that Manifest your greatness in this place,
need healing in your body, just slip your hand up right where you are. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See that hand? See that hand? Just look at people with their hands up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just place your hand on them. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus said to a man that was oppressed by the enemy, he said, said he pointed and he cast out the infirmity. He cast out the, the infirmity with his finger. And said, so when that happens, he says, you'll know that the spirit of God has come upon you. So I point to every person that had their hands up and I say, be loose from that infirmity. Be loose from that infirmity. Be free from that infirmity. Be loose from that infirmity. Be loose from that illness. Be loose from anything long-standing sickness or disease. The anointing penetrate that body. It was nailed to the cross. It was the, it's our gospel right. It is the good news of the gospel to heal and deliver. Hallelujah. Jessica and Adrian, I declare right now from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, I declare a refreshing over you. Refreshing over you. Strength over you. Anointing manifest. Even right now, it's, it's just like a blanket over you. A blanket over you. It's a wet blanket over you. Just receive. Just receive. I don't have to lay hands on you. Right now, the Lord's touching you. The Lord's ministering to you. Hallelujah. A year marked by great victories. A year marked by great victories. A year marked by great victories. Oh, Father, we're thankful for a year marked by great victories. A year marked by great victories. Woo! Year of great victories. Year of great victories. Year of great victories. Oh, a year of great victories. Oh, because it's been finished. It was finished at Calvary. It was finished at Calvary. Hallelujah. It was finished at Calvary. Oh, we rejoice. We rejoice. We rejoice. We rejoice. We rejoice. We rejoice. Oh, we rejoice in the finished work. Oh, we thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. For your goodness. Oh, we thank you for it. Sure, Thank you, Father. So let's have a New Year song. He's the object of our praise. Every week, come in here and make him the object of your praise. Because as he becomes the object of your praise, he becomes your victory. Say, I receive my victory today. In Jesus' name. Give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah.